Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Wednesday, March 8th, Ian Cameron and Alex B. Smith with you, ready to break down the uh, Wednesday card. Uh, Alex is uh, basically the equivalent with his internet connection now of phone with the, uh, the the tin can on the end with the string. Uh, that's what he's <laughs> trying to do right now with his uh, internet. Piecing it together so he'll be with us here uh, on this Wednesday show. But uh, Alex, I know internet issues have been driving you nuts. Unfortunately, it interrupted your opportunity to be with us throughout the uh, BetCast uh, last night. But a great BetCast it was once again, Alex, for us. Yeah, yeah, I got to watch it. Uh, fortunately, like I said, yeah, you know, couldn't join it longer than a few minutes because of the uh, technical issues, which is still arising now. So that's been a uh, been unfortunate. Hopefully, I don't sound uh, like I'm coming out of a tin can right now. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, just just unfortunate how that works. But we got a short card today, and uh, you know, some interesting games. I I think this is one of those days where it's more interesting of, of, from a watching standpoint, view standpoint, than it is a betting standpoint. Not the best of uh, options, obviously, with some of these matchups, but. Still, we got some hockey. We're going to break it down for you guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, again, thanks to everybody who tuned in and joined us on the uh, BetCast stream. We're starting to gather this regular cast of characters now in terms of being on the stream yeah. with us. Uh, and it's nice to see. It's like you're hanging out with your buddies every week and uh, you're the same ones you're with every week. And it's been uh, the usual characters. We've had Goose on every week, basically. Uh, he's a character. Uh, Perlo, of course. Uh, it goes without saying. We Ethan joined us in the late night hours for a second time. He was on for a bit during the Super Bet cast that we had on the Saturday. So that's that's what you notice. You know, same occupancy, of course, goes without saying. He's always uh, on the Bet cast a lot of the times. I heard Nick Earl in the chat saying he always he wanted to be on with us next Tuesday already because the Islanders are a late night game next Tuesday uh, against the Los Angeles Kings, and that is, of course, our next Bet cast. It's next Tuesday. Uh, March the 13th, so, uh, or sorry, March the 14th. So make sure you join us for that, 7 p.m. Eastern time. You know what we'll do? Because that's also the first, I guess, the first official night of the NCAA tournament because there's yeah. first four uh, games going on, the usual in Dayton, Ohio. We will keep you apprised of that uh, throughout the uh, night as well because uh, I definitely will be interested in that. So that will be going on as well. So again, our next Ice Guys Live BetCast next Tuesday, March 14th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Always fun, just like it was last night. So make sure you join us for that. All right, we're going to jump right into uh, tonight's card. we got the three games, Chicago and Detroit, to, to roll, to kick us off on an old-school rivalry. Uh, remember the days still when it was the old Central Division uh, in the uh, 90s. Uh, and you'd see this rivalry take place. Uh, Red Wings minus 240 home favorites, six the total here in this game. Red Wings uh, trying to uh, bounce back here after a 3-1 to one loss to the Philadelphia Flyers. And uh, I'll tell you what, I am not ready to lay this price with Detroit right now. Six straight losses. We know the the moves they made uh, coming into the uh, trade deadline and uh, jettisoning out multiple key pieces, figuring that uh, – hey, we're still looking at the long-term vision with this team, not necessarily gunning for a playoff spot. And even if they were still gunning for a playoff spot, they are fading fast right now, uh, the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, certainly not interested in laying a price with them. I actually lean to Chicago just a little bit here. We did see them play uh, a very good game against an absolutely smoking hot Ottawa Senators team the other night, 5 nothing. You always worry, though, 
you know, that with Chicago sometimes they play such a great game, they lay a dud the next time. It wouldn't put it past me for that to happen here. But I, I think I'll put a couple of bucks here on the Blackhawks just because of the price you're getting around this plus 200 price. I like the over here. Uh, at six, I think we're going to see a, a a lot of goals. It's been a high scoring recent series history. Six, three, eight, five, four, three. The final scores of the last three head to head meetings. Look, Chicago's offense sprung to life against Ottawa. I think Ottawa did them a solid. Not saying to a Mad Sogard that he's the starter until right before the game with Talbot out, but still. This was a Blackhawks team really struggling to find the back of the net before that Ottawa game, and they uh, obviously had a breakout performance for five goals. And the one thing I'll say about Detroit is defensive hockey, they've not been great at that end of the ice really since uh, Steve Eiserman started making some of these trades here. Uh, the Ottawa games, they gave up six in both. They gave up five to the Seattle Kraken, four to the New York Islanders, who sometimes don't always find it easy to score goals. So it's not been a very good defensive effort in front of Billy Huso lately from this Detroit team. So I think Chicago can find the back of the net here. I certainly think Detroit can find the back of the net here tonight as well, because, you know, the one thing about Chicago is, yeah, they shut out Ottawa, but Ottawa had a shit ton of shots in that game, almost 40. Stalock's confirmed already. And one thing we know about Alex Stalock is he's a guy we do not trust after a shutout victory. Uh, he hasn't had many of those type of performances, and uh, I think Detroit's offense will uh, have a nice night of it here uh, against Chicago. So like the over, and we'll sprinkle a couple of bucks here on the Blackhawks at the uh, plus 200. Uh, Alex, what do you think here, Chicago, Detroit? Yeah, the exact same way I'm looking at it. I uh, jumped on the over uh, about maybe 10 minutes before airtime once I heard the sale like was confirmed. Lean with the Hawks. And the one thing that kind of worries me, too, about actually both plays, honestly, is like he's mentioned, with Max Sogard getting the start very late against Ottawa, seemed like he wasn't really focused and ready. Uh, there was no Cam Talbot. In fact, it was Scott Foster of Hawks fame, uh, who was actually the backup for Ottawa the, the other night. I didn't I didn't know that until after the game. But he was the guy who had uh, kind of dressed as the backup there for Ottawa. So you wonder, if was that most, mostly Sogard just not really being ready and not going through his normal routine, and the Hawks got five? Or was this just a, a good Hawks effort? And it seemed like it could be a mix of the two. So that does kind of worry me a bit because we know the Hawks, that offense, when they get it rolling, it's hard for them to consistently get it rolling. And, you know, you expect them to get five goals against a lot of different teams. Not not really, but against Detroit, like you said, the defensive rules they've had. I think this is a, a number that's, you know, reachable for both teams. I think it'll be battling back and forth. If I had to play a side, it would be Hawks, but I like the total a bit more. All right. Yeah, that's pretty much both of us. We like the total here uh, more than the side. We also do think there's a possibility that they could really uh, bust out here tonight, this uh, Detroit team. So that's also probably a reason why we're a little bit shying away from the uh, the total here, or sorry, from the side in this game. As far as the props go, there are a couple uh, that do interest me here uh, in this game. A couple shots on goal props. Uh, there is one that really uh, stands out a little bit here on the uh, Detroit side. Uh, and the, ju it's, the problem is the juice is heavy, but Sometimes you look again, we've got a short card. I hate laying minus 190, but uh, Mo Sider has gone over one and a half. And it's, that's why it's minus 190, because it's one and a half shots on goal for Mo Sider, defenseman for the Detroit Red Wings. He's actually gone over that number in four straight games, and his volume of shot attempts has really increased. And I think part of that is because they're not getting as much from the forwards right now. Uh, and I think he's figuring out, hey, maybe I'll shoot the puck a little bit more. And of course, we know Domi and Kane. 
jettisoned from Chicago uh, at the uh, trade deadline. So what does that mean for their offense? Well, it means I think maybe the point men try to get more involved, and that's clearly been on display in Seth Jones. Yeah. Three straight games, he's, shot, he's gone over his shot prop. I like that. That's my favorite shot prop in this game. Seth Jones over 2.5, minus 115 uh, at bet 365. Not much of a price there. You don't have to lay big price with that either. I think that's a good shot prop. Uh, for sure, shooting the puck quite a bit, trying to get even more involved in the offense. And he's actually a very reasonable plus 100, even money to get a point tonight. I think that's a really good look. Three straight games with a point for uh, yeah, Seth Jones. I've been thrilled with his performance really the whole year. I know a lot of people were critical of his contract and this signing, uh, you know, saying, okay, well, he's not going to be the, the true anchor man. Well, he is an anchor on that blue line. He's not going to be Kane at Seabrook. You, you can't expect him to step in and fill those big shoes, but he's definitely done his job as a number one uh, D man on a struggling hockey team. And I think he will get better. And as the, you know, things progress and of course hopefully the Hawks will add pieces around him he won't have to be that number one be all guy but right now he's he's uh proven his worth and he's you know uh, he's the leading point uh you know getter on the team right now with because of everybody else being gone but he's definitely uh you know showing his worth right now yeah there is I mean he, he gives credit and look he's on a team that's going nowhere that's rebuilding and he's yeah. basically kind of not, not I don't want to say, use the word stuck here but yeah kind of stuck here I mean that's just the way it is uh and he's you know he's not moping he's not uh you know complaining uh he's just going out there and he's playing solid and he's actually picked his game up here in the last few even after the trades even after you see it the writing on the wall with this team being broken up a little bit so give credit to Seth Jones for that he should get some credit. He's actually not only that, Alex, I talked about the point streak, which is three games. He's actually scored in three straight games as well for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. That might be worth a sprinkle. I'm seeing at points bet here, a plus 650 on Seth Jones to score a goal tonight. So that's bargain bin right there. Uh, if you're looking at it uh, in terms of the, uh, sh uh, in terms of the uh, goal prop market tonight, Seth, again, why not? Right. He scored in three straight games. He's shooting the puck a lot more. You can get plus 650 at points bet. Uh, yeah, I'll be sprinkling on that for sure. And he's definitely a worth a look on power play points as well. With no Patrick Kane anymore, uh, he's definitely the point gal on that on that number one power plays line. So he's going to get a, be taking a lot of those shots and a lot of those funnel passes that Kane would have that would usually get redirected in the front of the net. That's going to be Seth Jones' job now moving forward. Yeah, no question uh, about that. He is definitely going to take more of a uh, onus now to be involved in the quarterback, that uh, power play, uh, the number one power play unit for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks. I like Reichel at almost plus 400 to score as well. We saw him find the back of the net, Lucas Reichel, uh, for Chicago too in the last game. You know, Detroit, as, as far as them, because I do think this is not a bad game to look at some goal props. Perron has started to heat up. For the uh, Red Wings, so he's around plus two eighty to score a goal. I don't mind that. How about Dom Kubalik against his former team? That's never a bad look. You always want to make an impact. How about a point prop at plus one hundred six, a goal prop at plus two eighty on Dominic Kubalik here for the Red Wings uh, against his former team? I mean, this is a nice prop game. So you know, this is what you call uh, you know, uh, you know, making uh, something out of nothing here with this pretty shitty card, but. From a prop standpoint, there's actually some nice looks here, some nice opportunities, especially in this uh, Chicago-Detroit game. All right, Minnesota and Winnipeg next up. Uh, big game in terms of both teams, you know, points on the line, points at a premium for both. Uh, the Jets minus 230, home favorites here, five and a half being the total uh, in this game. Uh, sorry, that's incorrect. That, that price is wrong. It's minus 145. Uh, Winnipeg here uh, as home favorites. Let's just uh, get that corrected there. I was going to say that's uh, 
uh, a typo there. We'll change that. Yeah, minus 145 is Winnipeg here uh, at home. Right away, I'm looking at that. I'm like, that's wrong. There we go. Minus 145 for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Uh, total five and a half. Yeah, if Winnipeg was uh, minus uh, 230, I'd be uh, really going in on Minnesota at that price. <laughs> that's for sure. So this game's interesting. Obviously, rest advantage for the Jets uh, after a tough loss against uh, San Jose uh, on Monday night. One of those rare games where, look, they got uh, James Reimer on a pretty good night. He played very well in net. Jets couldn't capitalize on enough of their chances. They ended up losing. And David Riddick was not good on a couple of those goals. So it was a complete uh, uh, complete outplaying by James Reimer over David Riddick uh, in that uh, Sharks-Jets game uh, on Monday night. But certainly Winnipeg will want to bounce back. They've still been very good at home. I kind of think Winnipeg does win this game, but I'm not going to lay minus 145 with them. The Wild are on a back-to-back after a crazy game with Calgary where we had a scoreless game going all the way into a shootout last night. And what a performance by Markstrom uh, for Calgary. I think the best game of his season by far. I know a lot of the people that were uh, with me on the BetCast last night agreed. That had to have been uh, the best game that I've seen Jacob Markstrom play all year, leading the Flames to a shootout victory uh, over the Minnesota Wild. But Minnesota's off a loss, so I think they'll be coming at, into this game with something to prove as well. Uh, here tonight against uh, Winnipeg. Uh, and you look at their record this year on the second night of back-to-back. It's not horrible. It's at 500, 4-4, four and four, but they're 3-2 and two off a loss on a back-to-back uh, this year coming into this game. Uh, the goaltending matchup, it is Connor Hellebuck back in net for the uh, Jets. By the way, Pierre-Luc Dubois is a game-time decision for this game. Still dealing with that lower body injury that's been plaguing him. We expect Flurry for uh, Minnesota, but it has not been confirmed just yet. I would expect that. I mean, uh, I know Gustafson has played largely uh, better lately than Marc-Andre Fleury, but uh, Marc-Andre Fleury should get this start tonight. I fully expect that. And uh, let's also keep in mind, though, that for Fleury, his last start uh, was a lot better against Vancouver. He gave up just one goal uh, on 22 shots. And before that, the Columbus performance was pretty good as well. Uh, two goals allowed on 24 shots. And then at, before that, the Columbus game, 2-0 shutout win. He ended up with a 30-save shutout in that game. So he's really played well. He's given up three goals in his last three starts combined. So there's really not reason right now, given the way he's played in his last three starts, Flurry, that Dean Evison's going to pass up giving him a start here on a back-to-back tonight uh, in this game. So this is, for me, a, a, a draw here. I'm going to look at that. Uh, with the Wild and the Jets. We saw the Jets go to OT against San Jose. We saw we cashed a ticket with the draw last night with the Wild and the Flames. Uh, that was just, and you could tell, I was just rooting like hell. If you were watching the BetCast, that was a big one for me. Like, I could have been break-even or maybe a small loss on the night overall if that draw didn't hit for me. So that was a big-time win, getting that Calgary-Minnesota draw last night to the win column. Uh, and you could tell I was excited at that cash in that plus 330. I, I That's what I'm going to look at here, right? Because I think both teams are going to bring it here. Winnipeg, they're both off losses uh, in this game tonight. Flurry's played better. Hallibuck obviously back in net. We know what he can be capable of. I think it'll be a pretty the usual Minnesota game, right? Minnesota's been on this crazy under run. Uh, Benjamin Mills in our chat, Alex, last night pointed out the stat. 17-2 and two to the under in their last 19 games in Minnesota Wild. <laughs> wow. uh, absolutely unbelievable trend toward the under. They've they, This is the style that they've found works for them. It fits them, and, and they're having success with it. And that includes eight straight unders, by the way, for Minnesota coming into tonight. So certainly could only look under this total. Uh, but I'm going to go with the draw here uh, with uh, Minnesota and Winnipeg. 
And you can find that at a pretty good price here, plus 326 for the draw at Pinnacle. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Wild Jets. So I was talking about it in the uh, chat box before we went on air with a couple of people talking about the Wild in that game last night. And I mean, it was basically 65 minutes of overtime that we watched. It was, it was, it was you know, mind-numbing at one point just how how uh just conservative both teams were and that is the epitome of hockey in the second half of the, of the regular season this is the epitome of draw season what we saw last night and you know it, it makes sense to take the wild on the draw probably every game the rest of the way honestly that's just the way that they're playing right now i mean jock lamare and knucklehead mike yo they'd be happy with the the uh, defensive effort we've seen over the last two and a half three weeks from this wild team right now, but I just think it's going to really wear them down at some point because you're playing this kind of hockey right now. And, and we talk about this all the time with defensive minded coaches or teams that are having that identity crisis of they're so offensive and they have trouble on the back end that they get so focused on covering their back end, you know, picking up their goaltender that all of a sudden there's no more offense now. They're just playing at their own in the ice, it seems. And that's where Minnesota's gotten right now. It's been working out because they're earning points. They're getting victories. But how long can this last and how long can you keep this pace now? And then when you go into the playoffs and, and you know, think about the first round of the playoffs. It's it's unpredictable. It's wild. It's not always the shutdown defensive games you see in conference final play and Stanley Cup finals games. The, the first round can be a crapshoot. You can have offensive explosion or you can have it just be a defensive clinic. And Minnesota does not seem ready to play an up-tempo offensive game with anybody in the league right now. Uh, so for this game, I like Winnipeg first period puck line. I laid the half goal plus 175, and I also grabbed the draw. I got plus 320. So if you find anything better, definitely grab that too. But I think this is going to be kind of those low and slow games. I do think Winnipeg gets out of the first period with a lead just because I don't see where Minnesota tries to really press the action. I think Winnipeg's shockingly a more offensive, uh, you know, juggernaut, not to say juggernaut, but they're more of an offensive minded team right now than Minnesota just uh, in the general layout. Minnesota just seems to be playing one-dimensional hockey and it's not going to last for too long, especially if these teams start getting their offenses uh, amped up against them. Then, you know, Flurry and Gustafson can only do so much. You know, you make all the saves in the world, means nothing if, if you know their teams basically set 40-45 shots and your team can't get more than 20-25 off, or, and certainly not of anything quality either. So the Wild have some issues despite the fact that they're earning points after tonight. They're going to have to figure out how to be a bit more balanced moving forward. Definitely agree. There's some truth to that for sure. There are a couple shots. This is a good shots on. Uh, don't go crazy with goals and assists props tonight because we don't think or points props because we think goals might be at a premium like they usually are in Minnesota games lately. But the shots on goal props, I like Hartman. You know, he can never argue with Eric Sinek for Minnesota. Kaprizov, of course, but he's, his is at three and a half, so I've maybe pumped the brakes a little bit on that, even though I lean that way over his shot prop. And then on Winnipeg, uh, I'd stay away from Morrissey, believe it or not. I'm worried because Morrissey has not gotten over the shot prop on any recent game against Minnesota here in uh, in any recent head-to-head game. And he's actually stayed under in a couple of games lately as well for the Jets. The one I'm uh, – Shifley actually has better numbers shooting the puck against Minnesota. So Shifley might be worth a look. The one I really like and the player I really like in this entire game tonight, not only shots on goal but maybe a goal prop and a point prop is Nino Niederreiter the newest member of the uh, Winnipeg Jets, and against his former team, one of his former teams, of course. He started his career with the uh, Minnesota Wild, then went to Nashville for a bit, and now here he is in Winnipeg. Uh, this is the, this is maybe one of the props of the night for me. I really like the Seth Jones props for Chicago as well, but this is right up there as well uh, for me 
Uh, you've got uh, over two and a half shots at plus 110. He's gone over two and a half shots here in uh, three straight games uh, going into tonight. Uh, we saw him collect a point. That was one of my prop winners uh, in the game against San Jose. He's only minus 108 at Pinnacle uh, to get one point tonight in this game. It's a great price. Minus 108, Nino Niederreiter to get a point. And then you can get upwards of plus 260 on him to score a goal tonight uh, as well for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. It, it fits perfectly. He's trending over his shots. Three games in a row with a point. He scored his first goal with the Winnipeg Jets against San Jose. He's playing one of his former teams. In fact, the first team he started with in the NHL. So it just all fits perfectly. And he's getting the minutes and getting the opportunity. Uh, and but from uh, Rick Bonus here, because uh, Nino Niederreiter is playing on the uh, top line with Mark Shifley and Kyle Connor. So they've put him right into the spotlight here in Winnipeg, a chance to showcase himself. He's on the number one power play as well. It's perfect. It's great. All across the board, Nino props are phenomenal, in my opinion, tonight. Number one power play, top line, points in three straight games, overshots on goal in three straight games, just got his first goal with the Jets the other night. So we're all about Nino Niederreiter tonight. We're all in his world, and we're, we're just living in it right now. Yeah, and we just saw him score against the Wild as a member of the National Predators about a couple of weeks ago when they were here in Minnesota. So uh, it seems like, yeah, he's always kind of been amped up to play against the Wild, uh, you know, whenever he, no matter what team he's been with. Yeah, definitely. Good props there. That's a good prop. It's actually a good prop night, I think, for just three games. There's some good ones in the first two games we've talked about. There's some good ones coming up in the last game that we're going to talk about as well, which we will be doing in just a few moments. Uh, hit the like button, 135 live viewers on YouTube. We will talk about the final game on the slate Anaheim, Vancouver, right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we are back here on the ice, guys, and we have one game left here on this very slim Wednesday night slate. Anaheim Ducks, Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver minus 240 home favorite, six and a half uh, being the total in this game. Uh, we uh, certainly have seen the Vancouver Canucks uh, overtrain derailed a little bit uh, for a few games there. Uh, they had four or five games had gone under uh, as of late. St. Louis game, the Boston game. And the Minnesota-Toronto games also both stayed under the total. They had that wild game with Dallas and Thatcher Demko's return uh, to the lineup from injury. Uh, but other than that, they had been trending under. Rick Tockett's been preaching, you know, everybody be better uh, away from the puck, be better defensively as a, as a group uh, since he's taken over. And they had certainly started to look that way, no question about that. But their last game did get back to 
the old ways of the Vancouver Canucks, a game that went over against Nashville as the Canucks got a 4-3 to win uh, in a shootout. I mean, this is an absolutely brutal spot here for Anaheim. They were on a back-to-back in Seattle last night, and now they go on the uh, road here against uh, this Vancouver Canucks team. Uh, I do like the over here. I'm going to take a shot that uh, even though they've tried to play a little bit tighter, Vancouver tried is the key word, you know, and they've succeeded at it at a, in a few of these games. Like they held Boston to two goals. If you take out the Linus Allmark goalie empty net goal, they held Toronto to one goal in a game where Thatcher Demko was spectacular uh, in net. So this has been a, uh, they've definitely played a little bit better, a little bit better defensively, no doubt. Uh, there's no denying that whatsoever. But at the end of the night, you're still seeing a team that still gives up a lot of quality chances and needs their goaltender to be good. Demko, you know, has been pretty solid since he's returned here. Uh, after that Dallas game, he's definitely looked a lot better. But I just get the feeling here, Anaheim's going to be a little fatigued, a little bit worn down. And the one thing the Canucks are doing is they're scoring goals right now. Vancouver offensively has been very impressive here uh, in recent games. Throw out the Minnesota game where it was 2-1. to one. Minnesota's dragging everyone into the mud right now in these low-scoring games. So throw that game aside. And the rest of the games lately for Vancouver, five against Dallas, four against Toronto, four against Nashville. So that's 13 goals in the other three games outside of the game against Minnesota where they're dragging everybody down into a low-scoring, tight-checking affair. Uh, I definitely think in this uh, game here, Vancouver can score their share of goals. I think Anaheim Anaheim can chip in. Now, Demko has not been confirmed. you got to expect it's going to be him because I don't believe Vancouver plays uh, tomorrow night. No, they don't. They're off after... Uh, tonight until I believe Saturday. So, uh, you know, there's no reason not to play Demko again here uh, in this game. But I do think this game will go over the total. Series history has really screamed over with the Ducks and the Canucks. Three of the last four meetings have gone over the total. And there's only been one previous head-to-head meeting this year. Back in November in Vancouver, 8-5 to five was the final score uh, against the uh, Anaheim Ducks for the uh, Vancouver Canucks that night. So 13 goals were scored uh, in that game. Uh, we'll see if the uh, offense uh, comes to uh, fruition here uh, once again tonight as these uh, two teams meet. But I like the over here a little bit, uh, six and a half, uh, minus 120, minus 125 in this game. I think the Canucks team total, uh, if it was a little bit less pricey, I'd be on it. But I lean that way at over three and a half team total. I do believe they can get to four goals tonight against, we presume Lucas Dostal uh, is going to be the goaltender tonight for Anaheim. It has not been confirmed yet, but you certainly leaning that way, you would think, after uh, John Gibson was in net for the uh, start last night against uh, the uh, Seattle Kraken. So you assume Dostal in net for Anaheim tonight. And uh, Dostal, the last two of his last three starts have really been rough. Uh, he gave up six to Tampa, seven uh, against Buffalo. So he's had some tough times. He did get a win in his last start against Chicago, but probably will be tested here by the Canucks. So uh, I'd lean to that team total for Vancouver. I just didn't like the price enough, and I'm going to go with over six and a half here. Anaheim, Vancouver. Alex, what do you think here? Ducks, Canuck. Yeah, I like the over, but I'm waiting in game. I think we'll be able to grab uh, that same price of a dollar twenty or even cheaper at a five and a half number. Uh, but like I said, I think yeah, Vancouver. It's like I said, teams have been kind of dragging them one way or another. Either they play Minnesota, and it's you know. The uh, just the complete low and slow snooze fest, or or other teams drag them into these kind of higher scoring affairs. And Anaheim, we all, we always talk about where, where's their defense going. So uh, I don't think we're gonna get a lot of goals early. I think we'll have enough time here to grab a five and a half. As long as you lay in one twenty or better, that should be the way to go. So going over. 
All right, liking the uh, over live uh, is Alex here in this. Yeah, there are some good props. Bovillier, how many times have I talked about Anthony Bovillier's minus 140 to get a point? You could sprinkle on the goal score prop. I think they're worth a look. Even his shots on goal because he's getting involved. Kuzmenko, you know, this finally is point prop. They're raising it a bit up to minus 160, but still think he could end up, uh, it's still probably a good bet. He probably does get on the board here, plus 164 or so to get a a, a goal uh, as well. Those two have had some great chemistry, really, since they've been on that line together, since Bovillier's been in Vancouver. Uh, we've got a three-game point streak for Zegras, a three-game point streak for Fowler uh, on the blue line for the Ducks, and three straight games with an assist as well for uh, Cam Fowler. Cam Fowler point prop is only plus 116 uh, in some spots. Assist prop is plus 145, so... That's some really good value on a guy that's been streaking to points and assists the last three straight games, Cam Fowler. No question about that. Uh, what a goal by Trevor Zegers last night against Seattle. It was definitely the highlight for Anaheim last night. A highlight real goal that he scored. Uh, he's minus 155 to get a point. He, again, he's on a three-game point streak, so not a bad option there. Uh, JT Miller over shots on goal. Uh, it's juiced, but it's been trending that way for sure for the uh, Vancouver Canucks. So, yeah, there are some decent prop looks here for this uh, late-night affair between the uh, Ducks uh, and the uh, Canucks tonight. Uh, like I say, Kuzmenko points, Fowler points, Miller points, uh, Zegras maybe to score a goal as well. Uh, definitely uh, some good prop looks here in the uh, late game, Anaheim and Vancouver. Great stuff with Alex B. Smith, 152 live viewers uh, on YouTube. We appreciate it very much. Hit the like button uh, if you haven't done so already. And a reminder... Uh, again, check out patreon.com slash ice guys, just $10 a month. Uh, we've got power ratings, goalie charts, totals charts. Uh, we've got our daily ice guys show betting card. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to debut our latest piece of bonus video content on the Patreon page. My uh, sit down with uh, Nikita Kaszewski. We talked trade deadline. We talked uh, NHL teams going forward into the push for the playoffs. So really, really great NHL, just analysis, a uh, bunch of different teams. A uh, bunch of different situations. And to get that former player perspective is always good. So you'll enjoy that with uh, Nikita Kaszewski tomorrow. We'll post that on the uh, Patreon page. So check all that out and more. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys, just $10 a month. Yeah, and also check out the Ice Guys store, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Got six days remaining for 20% off everything in the store, caps, hoodies, T-shirts. Check it all out. We got it all there. Iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Good stuff indeed. All right. Uh, yeah. Someone that's uh, asking any props that are hitters. We, we've just mentioned a bunch. So if you, if you're joining us late and you missed it, uh, you know, tune back in at the be to the beginning uh, of the uh, show on, on YouTube or the podcast. And uh, definitely you'll hear, I do like a bunch of props tonight, even though there's only three games uh, on the card. All right. We got best bets to wrap it up in just a moment, right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, and among other things, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. 
I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit. And the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0. We'll take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back here on the ice, guys, and ready for best bets here on this Wednesday edition. Alex, we'll start with you. Best bet. Yeah, it's going to be weird zoomed in with the, <laughs> the phone, so I figured I'd stand up. I'm going with this team, the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, going with the puck line in the first period, laying the half a goal at plus 170, plus 175. Uh, Minnesota's offense is just absent. I don't, I don't, no one knows where it is. Hard to find. But Winnipeg, I think they should be able to do enough to get out of uh, that first period with the lead. And uh, like I said, there's some good value there. So shop around. Like I said, I saw it as high as 175. I know I might be coming back down a little bit. But anyway, in the 165, 175 range, worth playing on. Let's go with the Jets. First period puck line. That's my best bet for this Wednesday night. All right, there we go. Winnipeg Jets, first period puck line. Minus a half at a plus price here for Alex with his a best bet. My best bet, let's go with that Blackhawks Red Wings over six. I like it. So the number six, not six and a half. That's another reason I really like it. Uh, we've got series history dictating that for some reason, Chicago plays Detroit. The goals fly left and right. And I think we'll see that tonight. Two teams playing for exercise. Well, I shouldn't. Detroit's not totally out of it yet, you could say, uh, but they're they're falling out of it. Let's put it that way. And Chicago, of course, been out of it all season. So uh, I definitely think you're going to end up seeing goals back and forth. Let's go with that one. Chicago, Detroit, original six rivalry uh, over six for my best bet here for this Wednesday card. Uh, that'll wrap it up for this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone for joining us. Hit the like button on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts. Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For Alex B. Smith, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Wednesday night. Enjoy the games and good luck. And we will be back with you again tomorrow on Thursday for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 